Dear listeners, Sairam, we now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 31st August 2017 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program is hosted by Team Radio Sai's Bishu. Saram dear listeners and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang the last segment on this day long thursday live bhagwan has very graciously blessed that we have a very distinguished elder someone who was there with us in the previous session of vahini satsang in fact many sessions of vahini satsang now mr h j bhagya those of us who were listening to what he had shared last time we were discussing about the 10th chapter of prema vahini and sir shared some amazing instances about how one should not be at any point in time bothered with outside influences when one is walking on the path of his principles and he shared really powerful anecdotes from his own life today we move on to the fourth segment of chapter 10 so we will listen to that and then we will wait for bhagya sir's insights and reflections on what bhagwan has written in prema vahini diniki munupu bhaktulu ende moodu vidhamulaina vishwasam kalavaru undaru satkaramulu cheyutayendu bhagavad aaradhana cheyutayendu విఘ్నములు కలుగునేమో కష్ట నష్టములు సంభవించునేమో అని భయపడి ప్రారంభించని వారు మొదటివారు వీరు అధములు ప్రారంభించియో మధ్యలో విఘ్నములు కష్ట నష్టములు వచ్చినవని బలహీనులై భయపడి మధ్యలో వదిలేవారు రెండవవారు మధ్యలో ఎన్ని కష్ట నష్టములు కలిగినను ఎట్టి బాధలు సంభవించినను పట్టుపట్టి శాంతమగ వరకు సాధించువారు మూడవవారు వీరు ఉత్తములు ఇట్టి పట్టుదలను ఇట్టి శ్రద్దను విడవక సత్యమును సాధించుటే నిజభక్తుల లక్షణం బిఫోర్ వి గెట్ ఇన్ టు దిస్ ఈవెన్ అమంగ్ దివోటీస్ దెర్ ఆర్ త్రీ కైండ్స్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ బేస్డ్ ఆన్ దియర్ ఫేత్ ద ఫస్ట్ కేటగిరీ కంప్రైజెస్ దోస్ హూ డు నాట్ అండర్టేక్ ఎనీ నోబుల్ టాస్క్ అండ్ ఆఫర్ వర్షిప్ టు ది డివైన్ apprehending that this could lead to obstacles as well as losses and difficulties they are called adhamas the second category consists of those who after starting noble endeavors stop it midway because of their fear arising out of weakness when faced with obstacles losses and difficulties the third category comprises those 
who in spite of how many obstacles losses and difficulties that come their way persevere to fulfill their noble endeavors till the end they are called uttamas the mark of a true devotee is to have such kind of steadfastness and perseverance to achieve the truth so those are the three kinds of devotees based on faith Swami doesn't mention the word Madhyama but Swami says Adhama and Uttama in other discourses Swami has mentioned the second category to be Madhyamas so what are your thoughts as you listen to these categories of devotees sir um, actually if you see um, I would put the same category but slightly different there are certain people who are ignorant mm. totally in Tamas darkness so to say and the another extreme is those who are fully awakened these two categories i don't think we have to bother much about them at the most those who are awakened they should help those they are sleeping and uh, it is for the middlers the spiritual path is very important because unless a person comes out from tamas he will not appreciate what is to be done now based on this can i share one very nice incident which uh, happened in our uh, mba department when uh, every uh, semester we have some workshop yes so one of the workshop was on advertisement mm-hmm. people from outside they were invited to give input to our mba students and uh, um, well that is the uh, way people deal in outside the world some of the things slides shown by the um, advertisement uh, manager who had come to give input to our mba students were not the uh, Uh, suited or fit enough uh, the culture which we have in Satisai Institute so I showed my little bit of displeasure and uh, uh, finally when uh, it was not taken uh, uh, that seriously because for them there is nothing abnormal I told him sir our culture is quite different let us not uh, show something which is not uh, suitable here well uh, i found that the other people senior people they didn't object to this hmm. later on they were justifying that uh, see you should not insult when we invite somebody from outside i said i did not insult him i told him that this our culture is slightly different hmm. okay now i was uh, uh, very keen to see what is swami's Uh, response in the evening when all they came for darshan i know that swami is omnipresent omniscient and omnipotent so i thought swami will reflect what happened in the morning swami did reflect in fact he poured out more love mm-hmm. to those people <laughs> saw their uh, creative vibhuti for one person he created even a uh, uh, golden ring and said that this is for your wife so of course later on i came to know that swami 
needs an opportunity the wife had very serious, uh, serious problem mm-hmm. so swami took an opportunity to uh, solve the problem of the devotee now coming back to this i was uh, <coughs> excuse me i was wondering that uh, how can swami tolerate hmm. such things so i was boiling inside <laughs> uh, swami came to my uh, point then uh, i said swami ji can i ask one question instead of uh, the question which was in my mind i made it a little more uh, polished i said swami ji how to develop the patience of avatar hmm because i didn't know how to deal with such people hmm. how to ask <laughs> how to ask so i put it in a different way <laughs> i know that the, how to have patience of avatar he went two steps further looked back and he told me you can't develop the patience that is my nature ra <laughs> so don't try and think that you will have a patience of avatar okay but my question was not answered because i wanted to know how to deal with such people hmm. what to do now then subsequently after a month or so swami ji was going to bindavan and he called all teachers and students and he uh, made an announcement that any person having spiritual doubts uh, please ask swami ji would like to give your answer here and now before he goes to bindavan nobody was raising the uh, hand then i looked around for few seconds 30 seconds 40 seconds i raised my hand immediately swami said are you a student or a teacher it's <laughs> <laughs> only in front of you we are all teachers all are all students, students. <laughs> not even the teachers are students right yes so swami said hmm what is your question i said swami ji uh when i see that in front of you physically when you are present people have one type of behavior which is in tune with what you have given us a guideline when physically you are away and we still revere the chair touch the chair imagining that you are sitting there and then we start our proceedings but it is definitely different from uh, compared to when you are physically present how to deal such a situation particularly what to do with such people hmm now everybody was silent of course one more question was put but swami ji gave the beautiful answer hmm i am coming only to the answer rather than the full discourse swami ji said there are three category of people because you're talking about three category yes. of people that reminds me he said there are three category of people one category those who are sleeping second category those who are awake third category swami said in telugu something but the translator translated the third type of people are those who are awake but pretending to be sleep sleeping mm. you can't do anything mm. with them swami said no swami again repeated again the translation was same swami himself came out with the english translation for his own telugu version swami said third category of people are those who are 
sleeping were pretending to be awake hmm. everybody was surprised then swami said see from the spiritual angle first category those who are in darkness they don't know much about the spirituality they have to yet open an account second category of people those who are fully awakened it is the duty of such people to help to wake people those who are sleeping third category of people are those who pretend that they are awakened that they know everything mm. about mm. swami swami's teachings but actually they don't know they do not know and they do not know that they do not know <laughs> they do not know that they do not i don't think that may be the because they know very well but they pretend that we know as if they know as, as if, if they, they know, know yeah. they put other people down mm. yes now that was my question and swami gave a beautiful answer he said bhagya don't waste your time on them oh <laughs> leave them alone Hmm. very serious thing bhagwan said even god cannot help them oh my god <laughs> that means the spiritual pride if we have hmm. then nobody can help us now i got the answer but can i extend the please uh, connecting one more interaction with bhagwan on similar ground um swami made certain changes in our mba syllabus some people were uh, happy some people were not we had lot of discussions that what we should do finally swami gave the uh, direct indirect hints what we should do but still there were lot of difference opinion then i asked swami swami ji you have given the instructions very clearly why all of us do not follow the same thing because in your delivery there is no ambiguity hmm. why there is difference of capturing and understanding what you said then again a very very powerful uh, guidelines it opened my eyes swami said there are four reasons why some of you do not follow what i say ajay swami ji please tell me he said the first thing how many of you have firm conviction that sai baba is god then second hmm. that how many of you even though you have conviction but you may be afraid that if we follow what swami says there will be something which we will have to face that means they have fear and third category of people uh, third reason he said some of you have personal desires which are different from swami's instructions hmm. so you think you impose superimpose your likes and dislikes or swami's guidelines and the fourth one he said many of you come from outside you people have cancer mental cancer i can cancel other cancer but the mental cancer is difficult to 
uh, get rid of hmm. and like uh, somebody may have uh, malaria fever even if mother prepares sweet dish i give you sweet dishes but it tastes tastes bitter for you or if a person has diabetes mother prepares sweet dish she will not give it to the child who has diabetes so what can i do these are the reasons why we deviate from what bhagwan has given clear cut guidance and uh, especially in line with uh, the discussion which we are holding why there are different types of people so oh. <laughs> i think if we pay attention to this we will be uh, very very nicely guided and these things are not available in uh, at least i have not come up across the spiritual textbooks where these things are so clearly spelled out i think in casual conversations you know bhagwan was someone who was guiding people all the time right. not not just uh, uh, spiritual instructions were not coming only when it, uh, he was giving a discourse but i think every casual conversation that's why we have had the people who have lived with bhagwan who had that sort of uh, a little enlightened understanding of bhagwan they used to always say every mantra of every word that comes out of his is mantra uh, uh, his mouth is is, is a mantra and here when here bhagwan is saying the mark of a true devotee is to have such kind of steadfastness and perseverance to achieve that truth that's right firm conviction firm conviction that's the first category that's a sir as you are mentioning um, what swami was telling about those who are awake and those who are asleep <laughs> there is that beautiful shloka from bhagavad gita and in a, a very interesting way it's related to what we are actually discussing here today ya nisha sarvabhutanam tasyam jagrati sayami yasyam jagrati bhutani sa nisha pashyato muni so what he says is when the whole world is awake they are asleep Hmm. when the whole world is asleep he is awake wow. uh, they are awake and those people are the munis they are the yogis Wonderful. the yogi is awake when the whole world is asleep now swami asks does that make every robber a yogi <laughs> a thief or <laughs> <A> watchman <laughs> watchman or <laughs> robber they are awake hmm. when the whole world is asleep hello i have become a yogi today <laughs> no <laughs> and then he says they are asleep when the whole world is awake so the inner meaning swami says is you are awake to the control of senses so when he says you are awake yes. when the whole world is asleep they are asleep because they have no control over the senses yes. so then he says you are asleep they are awake to the worldly pleasures but you are asleep to the worldly oh, pleasures yes. wow. and uh, i think this uh, inner meaning that swami gave for this shloka goes you know in a way um, is connected to the different types of devotees because a devotee's entire focus and concentration is on the lord and every problem that he faces or he or she faces is at the level of the body and the senses mm-hmm. so you know at the level of the body they have problems at the level of the senses they have problem at the level of the mind they have problems but if they are attuned if their heart is attuned to the lord there they can have no problems yeah that's right <laughs> so uh, for them everything else it's not that uh, you know the other very beautiful thing which swami says 
is uh, somebody asked Swami, Swami, why do these devotees have to go through so many problems in their lives? Yes. Every <laughs> saint says, you know, yes. it's better not to be a devotee. <laughs> the moment you are a devotee of the Lord, yeah. problems enter your life. Always having problems. Then Swami gave the most amazing answer. Mm-hmm. He asked that person, did they come and tell you that they are having problems? <laughs> yeah. Did Mirabai complain? <laughs> Did uh, Sakubai, <laughs> did they complain? Nobody. Did they come and tell you? Hmm. Hello, I'm having problems, please <laughs> save me. No. Hmm. Because for them, these were not problems. In fact, Mother Kunti went that one extra mile <laughs> to say, Lord, please bless <laughs> me with problems. <laughs> bless me with problems so that I can think of you all the time. So, those who are awake and those who are asleep, <laughs> I think it's at the, it's at different levels. And here as Swami is giving the three levels, uh, in a way, uh, you know, if you see those who are very scared to undertake Swami says the first category, Adama, mm. the lowest step is they are very scared to undertake the mm. um, effort. Yeah. So if you say, I don't want to get into the water, I don't like water, but I want the experience of swimming. Mm. So then that doesn't happen. Yes. So the second category is like me. I jumped into the water <laughs> and I have not yet learned swimming. So <laughs> we swim for some time. I said, it's quite difficult. <laughs> when I come back next time, we'll try swimming more. Mm. But the more... You know, in spite of all the difficulties, those who persevere. uh, May I uh, again share a direct question I put to Swami. Sir, Mm -hmm. once in Poonachandra session, Swami was uh, narrating uh, Sakubai, Draupati and uh, all uh, Parada. And and he said, uh, do you know, every day I get millions of letters. I said, Swamiji, millions of letters? (laughs) Mm -hmm. He said, yes, asking for this and that. It's not physical letters. Even mentally somebody is praying mm. to the Lord, mm. he receives a letter. Mm. That's the thing which I understood. Mm. Then uh, he said, very simple. I don't pick up all the letters and read and answer. My general law, law of karma, it settles most of them. Oh. <laughs> so, then exactly this thought came to me. Mm. Because Swami was narrating about uh, such great saints. Mm. That Swamiji, when you say this law of karma... All these uh, great sages and saints, invariably we have seen that their lives have been very tough. Hmm. They must have done such bad karmas in their <laughs> life. Why hmm. do they suffer so much? Hmm. Hmm. Then Swami laughed. He said, here is very important which I had never understood earlier. Hmm. And Swami gave a wonderful reply. He said, uh, sometimes I pick up the devotees who are fully attuned to me they have full faith Wow! whatever they go through in their lives their faith will not shake I pick up such devotees it's not because of their karma but I make them go through the Hmm. troubles ups and downs so that they can become ideal example of uh, how to face the life in spite of pay, paying attention or uh, showing devotion to Bhagawan, that how when they say that even the great devotees are going through this such a difficulty, who are we? So they get consolation. They get the, an ex- ideal wow. example that we better continue to have faith and mm-hmm. face all the difficulties in life. Wow! It was really 
I open up to me. Hmm. <laughs> I was thinking that why such great people hmm. always suffer. Hmm. The avatar uh, uh, is um his life is completely planned <laughs> even the saint's life is completely planned <laughs> just so that uh, uh, it becomes a beautiful demonstration and example for all in fact two thoughts come here uh, as sir you mentioned this i remember when um, mrs rani subramanyam as fondly we used to call her rani ma she was yeah. a very spiritual yeah. aspirant a great spiritual aspirant and when uh, she asked swami one swami which books to read you know because she was she was reading so many spiritual books and that is when uh, swami says don't read all these spiritual books because you will get confused <laughs> because different philosophies different masters will give different philosophies you will get completely confused so swami what to read because if you want to read read only the lives of saints swami says wow. saints and sages because that will give you inspiration and courage to walk on the path because they've been already walking on they're walking on the path so different people will have different stories but you know they all of all of them would have gone through these trials and tribulations and that will give you the courage to walk on the path of instead of philosophies read the life of the people who have uh, implemented this in their life excellent on a slightly different perspective to this when some of the devotees were in the interview room swami asked do you want moksha all of you anybody of you all want moksha <laughs> swami <laughs> all of them raised their hands <laughs> so swami said very simple you will get moksha only you have to do one thing swami what is it don't follow anybody <laughs> he said don't follow anybody you can you can read the lives of saints yes but then each one's path is different ah. each one's life is different and yes. you know uh the experience is molded by your perspective uh, you know your perspective and how you take to life it's very different hmm. very <laughs> <laughs> like just like uh, when you think about it bhagwan mentions that just like uh, arjuna was just a medium for bhagavad gita similarly swami says radha was a medium to convey divya prema to convey what is love i think i think similarly all these devotees are just one one mediums for bhagwan to convey all those lessons very good and in fact this has happened uh, even in the contemporary time i would feel many times you know because so many we have seen even in the recent times uh, somebody like professor kasturi and when you see lives of mrs ratnalal you have so many devotees when you see their lives you can see shades of uh, uh that kind of uh, elevated state of consciousness with time <laughs> wonderful so, so we'll move on to the next segment sir i think we yeah, are why not uraka prapanchika vyamohamulaku kshanikamaina prakruti santosha sadupayamulaku brahmachandaka shashvata santosha sadupayamula pondagoru margamulu odilakonaka paramarthika karmalanu sampurnamaina premato cheyamu shraddha pattudala leni karmalu inni ayinanu paramartha gnyanamunu కలుగ చేయవు ప్రేమ వల్లనే శ్రద్ధ శ్రద్ధ వల్లనే జ్ఞానము జ్ఞానం వల్లనే పరమభక్తి అట్టి పరమభక్తి కలవారికే పరమాత్మ ప్రాప్తి No matter how many activities one may do if there is no steadfastness and perseverance it will not lead to knowledge of the divine 
Steadfastness comes from love. Wisdom comes from steadfastness. And this wisdom leads to supreme devotion. The supreme Lord is attainable only to the one who is filled with such supreme devotion. Wow. <laughs> so much fact there. Chain reaction. Yes. <laughs> um, one little bit of story comes again to my mind. Sure. Because I have been dealing uh, in my MBA department and MBA students. When uh, uh, computers were introduced to our department, uh, beauty, beautiful things happen. Shall I give a little more insight to the yeah, yeah. story? Yes, sir. Can I take uh, names of earlier devotees? Sure, sir. No Please problem. do, sir. <laughs> One, Colonel uh, Jogarao. Yes, sir. He was very good devotee, like a karma yogi. Yes. Whatever Swami wanted to undertake the civil work, I think he would be the wonderful instrument. Swami used him as an instrument. So, Swami gave him a task of installing the computers in our college. With his... Uh, uh, good knowledge and experience worked so many places he suggested to Swami Swamiji we will have uh, computers installed in the basement I am talking in uh, 80s late 80s Okay. so Swami said why Swami these computers need uh, air conditioning and uh, we have already basement then uh, the power required to maintain the low temperature in the basement will be uh, less. So, computers will be safe. Swami said, uh, in the rains, water might trickle from the uh, hills around and uh, unnecessarily water will go to the basement. Com- it may spoil the computers. Hmm. He said, no Swami, I will uh, design a channel where water will get collected and get drained over there. Mm-hmm. Swami said, okay, go ahead. Uh, efforts were put computers were installed as Swami had said that next July uh, very heavy rains (laughs) and it was just to witness what Bhagwan had said that (laughs) computers were almost floating in the water (laughs) so then he had no face to uh, say Swami what should I do Swami told him make it outside uh, just in the entrance of uh, the uh, building institute in that the work was started there was one young engineer who was fascinated with uh, the environments and he came to know he was experts in computers and also installations so he um, had a lot of interactions finally the project was completed in time and uh, it was the uh, month of May. Then Swami gave them uh, a nice Pad Namaskars and some gifts uh, as appreciation. That's the beauty of uh, Swami, how he deals with uh, every project and people involved in the project. So this boy, he got an opportunity to have a Namaskar and uh, he was looking at Swami's uh, face. Swami said, what? Swamiji, can I get the MBA seat here? Oh. Swami <laughs> said, uh, you are working with uh, these contractors. Yes, Swami, I have done computer engineering. I want to do MBA. Okay. Swami immediately granted. Wow. And uh, 
he said, okay, go through the formalities, whatever you have to appear for examination. And since he already gave the divine uh, uh, permission, he got the admission. Now, why I am giving this background? He had the faith that Swami is God. Hmm. And he really, as a student, I know, I saw his behavior. He did his MBA with flying colors. After MBA, obviously, they would go for searching a job. He uh, was called for an interview at one place where a lot of uh, experienced engineers were called. He had uh, engineering as well as MBA qualification and very little experience. He went there, found that five, six people were also other candidates along with him. Right morning, eight o'clock, they were sitting near the receptionist and uh, she told them that the boss has not yet come. He will call you. And people were spending time. Few of them, they knew uh, among themselves. But this boy was uh, quiet. He was uh, spending time in reading something. Around 10 o'clock, then uh, the message came from the boss through the receptionist that uh, give them tea, coffee, snacks. They had. Lunch time, it went on till lunch time. Then they were given a nice lunch. Then they thought that after lunch, boss will be available and interviews will start. After lunch, became 2 o'clock, 2.30. Now, most of the candidates became restless. Mm. <laughs> then uh, our boy, he was quietly reading. And uh, around 2.33, two of the candidates, they fought with the receptionist. And they were about to leave the place. And then phone call came from the boss that sent that person mm-hmm. for an interview. He went there. In two minutes, he came back. And he left his belongings. <laughs> Second one, same thing happened. Third one, fourth one, little time. Fifth one, fifth one he came. And he, because he had told other two friends that wait, my fate also will be like that. Two minutes I'm <laughs> coming and joining you. We'll go together. So that boy said that this is an eyewash. They don't want any candidate or <laughs> they might have already decided. In the meantime, our boy, he got a uh, call and he went inside for the interview room. In the interview room uh, to face the boss. Then moment he went there, uh, this boy narrated all these things to me that's how I know he said looking at him boss told him that you are selected (laughs) sit down (laughs) he said sir but you have not taken my interview Hmm. he said no I have taken (laughs) (laughs) Uh, since when since morning 8 o'clock but you have called us now (laughs) those days it was not very common Hmm. CC camera was there Hmm. so they were observed. Wow. Then he said, uh, "No, please uh, tell me when did you take interview?" He said, "I know everything." <laughs> and uh, by the way, what were you reading? And he told him that uh, the our MBA student 
told that the, I'm simply MBA and I know all these data. I don't want <laughs> those data. It's with me. What were you reading? What were you doing? Why? Young chap like this, hmm. having so much of patience, that's what I want. My job profile requires this type of patience. <laughs> <laughs> so I've already interviewed you. But wow. you tell me. Then he showed the book. Hmm. He was reading Swamiji's uh, discourses in that he was reading particular chapter on three P's. Essential three P's for effective manager. Wow. Patience, <laughs> purity, purity and perseverance. perseverance. So, he said, the, see, one little bit with the firm conviction, faith, I'm uh, putting into practice and that gave me a job. <laughs> boss was so happy and then he talked about our institute and things like that. Now, coming to the point was that firm faith we have, yes. conviction we have, whatever Bhagawan has said is for our good, it is definitely going to make our life very comfortable. Absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, even in the previous segment where Bhagawan, where he's talking about these adhamas, people who don't undertake any spiritual discipline or practice thinking that it will become a loss for them. I think that is what... Uh, uh, apparently is the perception in uh, among many youngsters uh, of the times so, you know you think okay if i give this much time to Swa- to swami or if i go this much time to give to organizational work you know it becoming a loss i can pre- i can utilize that time to prepare for my career i can utilize that time to you know uh, improve my skill or whatever we feel that if you have given up any of time for you know for god or, or for any anything sort of spiritual then it's a loss for us but what we don't realize is that is the that is the investment that is needed right. just like this student what gave him the job is not his talent, but uh, not the so-called worldly talent, but the spiritual talent. Right. It, is, it is the spiritual talent that gave him a worldly job. And <laughs> spiritual talent will give you, uh, of course, spiritual grace, but worldly job is nothing for spiritual talent. <laughs> Wonderful. But in fact, here, uh, as uh, Sai Prakash was, uh, was mentioning, this chain reaction, this is something very, very profound, isn't it, sir? Where Swami saying steadfastness comes from love. Wisdom comes from steadfastness and this wisdom leads to supreme devotion. And this supreme Lord is attainable only to the one who is filled with such supreme devotion. On this uh, devotion, supreme devotion, yes sir, (laughs) a beautiful thing came out. Uh, In uh, Vindavan, every year we take uh, MBA students for uh, summer project then uh, one day boys were praying to Swami for uh, interaction Swami please uh, talk to us Swami said no 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 then uh, uh, Swami please they all who are part time devotion <laughs> when problem comes you people pray yes. mm. Then Swami involved me to convey very some significant thing. He said, Bakya, you have come from industries, you have worked there. How many types of uh, workers you used to deal with? I said, Swamiji, basically two. One, part-time workers and another full-time, uh, full-time workers. He said, part-time workers, what you used to give? I said, Swamiji, based on whatever work, number of hours they have put in, we used to calculate the wages and give to them. And full-time, full-time workers, 
they get full time full salary then uh, uh, maybe dns allowance and also they are eligible for pension yes he said yes i am also a spiritual manager <laughs> <laughs> all of you are only part time devotees when the problem comes you pray then in my mind it was swami but they have been praying fully is a part time uh, prayer and you get the reward yes for your wages given but you should have full time devotion and full time devotion see just like you said full time worker they get salary dns allowance pension i also give them <laughs> the full salary and then dns nns allowance <laughs> then pension that means i give them grace yes. which will be useful not only in this birth the birth hereafter wow but they are not full time devotion they don't have full time devotion and full time devotion is easier than part time hmm. i said swami ji <laughs> with a part time devotion they have been doing all these things praying to you and you call this is a part time devotion how can full time devotion be easier hmm. and where is the time <laughs> 24 hours they can pray to you hmm. and you said full time devotion is easier, easier. than part time Swami, I am totally lost. Swami said, "I have my yardsticks of devotion. The mm. full-time or supreme devotion is maintaining equanimity yes. under all circumstances at all the times. Wow! That is full-time devotion. Is it not easy? You don't have to do anything. <laughs> I just smile <laughs> because." Uh, how can person maintain equanimity under all circumstances and all the time <laughs> unless you have firm conviction that yes. whatever is happening is yes. for my good for my good. and it is his grace is yes. prasadam for me yes. then i can maintain the equanimity yes. and that is called full time devotion wow <laughs> in fact uh, it is quite an exercise if every day every moment something happens to keep telling uh, yourself this is good for me this is the best thing that could have happened this is good for me this is good for me i think if we do this exercise maybe uh, uh, we can perhaps experience a glimpse of uh, how life pans out <laughs> how it is walking on the path of full time devotion <laughs> here sir when i was just this chain reaction that we are talking about so <laughs> he says steadfastness is what we have to do we should be steadfast on our path and uh, basically in a sense that is the action that we are supposed to do we have to be steadfast if you have that steadfastness then that love and faith de- develop in you and uh, from that comes wisdom and then parabhakti yes. that's what uh, that's what swami is saying if you look at it uh, what is it to be steadfast in what should we be steadfast now just one or two points come to my mind you can always uh, correct me and you know add <laughs> to um, in one of the vahinis i think it is the dhyana vahini swami says um, namasmarana is very important in fact when i started reading the dhyana vahini i was expecting that you know it will be all about meditation 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 step one step <laughs> two step three <laughs> he has never written the word meditation 
without using the word namasmarana yeah. every place he has wow. mentioned dhyana in uh, dhyanavaini he has always added it with namasmarana he said chant the name of the lord visualize his form and then try to meditate so that steadfastness that we are talking about is this chanting of god's name namasmarana because swami has spoken a lot about namasmarana and uh, one more place where he gives his analogy he says that namasmarana or chanting the name the name is like the lozenges that you mm. chew when you have cough and cold yes, yes. you take the you, you keep chewing the lozenges and slowly that goes and you know soothes mm. your throat so he says the lord's name is like that Hmm. And you know that sentence in the Anavayana which is very beautiful he says do not discuss this path with anybody yeah. <laughs> he says do not discuss this path they will make fun of you hmm. they will tell you that what can the small name of the lord bring for you hmm. <laughs> he says they will tell this is a small name what what he says they do not understand the power of the name i am telling you <laughs> you chant the name that is more than enough wow what a beautiful assurance wow. and the life of hanuman Absolutely. you just see just the same, just the same. you see this timeline it's like reflected in hanuman's life only with the name of the lord how that faith that love that wisdom in fact swami says that uh, in another context he says different stages of sharanagati and he says the highest swamevaham that is the highest uh, form of sharanagati you and i are one he says that hanuman achieved through bhara bhakti hmm. correct hmm. swami had the played pun with my name hmm. bhagya hmm. what is the meaning of bhagya a uh, lot of things happen hmm. but uh, just coming to this point he said bha means bhakti Hmm. means oh. will reinforce jnana. Jnana will reinforce bhakti wow. and I was thinking what about the karma, karma. <laughs> see bhakti and jnana there are two banks of the river hmm. and the water inside the river wow. on the bed of the river is like karma, that is karma. karma. <laughs> all three have to be there <laughs> then only you reach the goal hmm. but as you rightly said that the bhakti will reinforce it will give you better gyan better wisdom and yes. if you are really wise or you have gyan then bhakti is part and part and parcel of that it's not separate mm. so both of them are required or real as Swami said reinforce each other wow in fact uh, you know when uh, Bhagavan writes this line that Supreme Lord is attainable only to the one who is filled with such supreme devotion. I was uh, reminded of an anecdote, uh, a little conversation with Bhagwan that happened in Kodekanal in the year 2007, where Bhagwan sends all the boys for shopping and uh, uh, he gives them money. And, and generally it's a very beautiful session when all the boys come back uh, with whatever they have purchased. So someone would have bought a shawl for their mother, someone would have bought a sari for their sister and somebody would have bought a toy for the little brother whatever. And some would be very delighted looking at all the purchases. And this year, in 2007, all the boys, uh, some of the boys uh, wanted to do something different because Swami was speaking so much about uh, Mother Meera during that session that year so they bought a statue of Mother Meera mm. and they bring it to Bhagwan. 
and uh, so you know they now want to present it to swami everybody buys things for you know their family members but here boys want to buy something for swami so after they come back and you know they is trying to you know raise themselves up a little bit and trying to show to bhagwan as much as what is it and they just show that beautiful statue of mother meera and say swami they only say swami this is for you swami and swami just looks at that and swami blesses it <laughs> and he said you keep it mm. and then swami says this is an idol of meera mm. swami says this is meera bomma this is an <laughs> idol of meera yeah. mm. and then swami places his hand on his chest on his heart and swami says meera is in my heart wow <laughs> you know i was just thinking that uh, ultimately the acme of our devotion is not when we are able to feel the lord in our heart but when the lord is able to feel us in his heart wow. <laughs> i think that is what is the the um, pinnacle of yes. devotion and and mother meera was you know was that kind of a devotee as we were discussing you know whom bhagwan probably shaped just to give us those lessons of how to walk on the spiritual path and if you see her life it was same thing steadfastness absolute steadfastness come what may yeah. and as cyberkosh is mentioning what namasmarana i think she was again um, steadfastly yeah. chanting only swami's name soaked in, <laughs> in that roaming in the streets all that bhagwan talks about you know infamy slander i think everything she faced uh, in life but that steadfastness led to love and wisdom and finally supreme devotion finally winning a place in the lord's heart wonderful i think there is so much more i think in the, in the 10.6 there is something even more beautiful isn't it sir but i think probably uh, time is running out so we will have to wind up with uh, these two segments any a, any final thoughts you have on this idea of uh, devotion sir supreme devotion and we'll end with that i think uh, uh devotion is very general word primarily it is love of god many times the students ask me that how do we express love when swami was available in a physical form it was very easy but same love how can we express now on that bhagwan had given a beautiful uh, guideline um i think one story draupadi bhagwan had told the story that how when uh, lord krishna uh, just uh, as a play he had uh, cut his finger and draupadi yes. uh, tried to dress it and and the need when need came unlimited supply of sarees for draupadi so one boy was asking swami you take only so much such, such a little thing and in return you give multifold multi time i mean man, many more mm. times he said yes because i see your feeling not the quantity mm. so one boy he used to always bring lavang mm mm-hmm. there is cloth removing the uh, top uh, portion of the cloth 
because Swamiji invariably removes it and takes yes. one. So Swami showed one and gave and took another one. I mean, uh, took the same thing. Another boy, he played a little side uh, uh, the interaction with Bhagawan and student. One boy, he wanted to um, play that Swamiji, you are omnipresent, omniscient. What he did, he removed the caps of uh, all the cloth pieces, excepting one. Mm-hmm. So in the mind he said, Swami, you take that, remove the cap, and that you eat, then it will prove to me that you are omnipresent, omniscient. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> the kind of games students play. Yeah. <laughs> then Swami went to, closer to him, he was holding in a small bowl, and uh, Swami played with the lung, uh, as of uh, winnowing each one, finally <laughs> took one, showed it to him that see, it is with the cap. Oh my God. He removed the cap and Swami put it in his mouth. Now, this boy, because Swami had given him liberty, then uh, he said, Swamiji, when you take this, we are assured that in our life, whatever we need, you will automatically give it to us. So, Swami uh, patted him and the next boy is asking Swami Swami we are able to offer it to you so we are assured that yes you are with us throughout our life but what about those who are not able to have access to you or they are not uh, close to you physically to offer at least something so that in their lives they will receive uh, anything whatever they want or whatever is needed Swami said, you don't have to offer to me in physical form. Hmm. Your feelings are important. Whenever you do something or uh, you want to offer it to Bhagawan, you offer it to a needy person thinking that you are offering to Swami inside him. It reaches me. Hmm. And you get the same benefit as was given to Dharapati. So, that was such a wonderful revelation that that is a true devotion considering that God is in everyone. Yes. Automatically our behavior, our dealings, our speech, thinking will be in that direction that yes, Swami is present in everyone. Swami is present in me also. If Swami were physically present in this form, how will I deal? How will I act? How will I behave. So, that is the final, I feel, the expression of devotion. You don't have to go early in the morning to the temple or your shrine in the house and offer flowers and fruits and as Swami said that what are those flowers, fruits and water? They are not physical. They are. I don't have to elaborate yes. on that. So, uh, same thing throughout the day we can do. Yes. That is the, I feel, the true devotion. Wow, beautiful. How Bhagwan used to say, the best way to love God is to love all Sarwal. <laughs> you know, one in a, uh, very correctly same sentence I want to uh, repeat. Uh, why? Because once boys performed a drama, uh, he was sitting on a chair and he had given me an opportunity sitting next to him. And after this, everybody said, Swami, we love you. Hmm. So, hmm. Swami did not say anything to them. It simply raised his hand of blessings. And to me, he said, 
the best way to love God is to love all Sawa. Sawa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think this one mantra is enough. No need to read any more Vainis. No need to read any scriptures actually. It's something to really ponder over every day. Wow. Fantastic. Thank you so much sir for coming to oh, this session. Today, I enjoyed myself. All things have to come out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You just feel so uh, so blessed and uh, really... In fact, I should be thanking you and the <laughs> listeners that uh, you give me an opportunity to spend time wonderful <laughs> recalling the sweet old memories interactions with Bhagwan and uh, reminding ourselves how we should conduct ourselves yes, let's pray to Bhagwan that this satsang continues <laughs> that uh, we can uh, relive and share these beautiful pearls that Bhagwan has so graciously given all of us so dear listeners please feel free to uh, write to us it would be lovely to hear from you. Bhagya sir has been so kind to come to the studio and share his time. So do write to us and tell us about what you picked up from this session. What is it that appealed to you? What is it that you think will help you in your spiritual journey? As always, we look forward to your emails. And we'll continue this session in the coming weeks, in the coming Thursdays. We have few more segments in this chapter 10. And... Uh, we hope and pray that Bhagya sir will be free in the coming sessions too. So with prayers to Bhagwan and immense gratitude for this opportunity to live, to listen and practice these beautiful messages in our lives, we bring this day-long Thursday life to a close. Thank you so much. Sairam. You were listening to an episode of our program, Wahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 31st August 2017 as part of Thursday Live from Prashantinilam on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. This program was hosted by Team Radio Sai's Bishu. Thank you and Sai Ram.